Welcome. What if someone were to suggest to you that the world out there isn't what you think it is? What if it turned out that there is a completely different explanation for what we perceive, and even further, for who we really are? This series of insights from Larry Gottlieb, author of The Seer's Explanation, will offer you thoughts to ponder these questions and more. Larry is a physicist and an educator in the field of understanding spirituality from the perspective of science. He has written two books, as well as numerous blog posts on the subject. Larry's podcasts are short and to the point. Enjoy the adventure. One day in 1974, I bought a car in Southern California, and I began to drive it back home to Colorado. I had a number of criteria for what car to buy. It had to have room for a bunch of music equipment, and it had to have four-wheel drive. It was okay with me that it wasn't very attractive, and it sure wasn't the color I thought I wanted. But what I didn't consider at all was fuel economy. Now back then I was living in Aspen, making a living as a musician. When I say making a living, I mean paying rent and buying food and occasionally having some extra spending money. I didn't have a credit card, and I didn't have a cell phone. And on that particular day, I had what I thought was enough cash to make the trip. But as I drove to the San Francisco Bay Area to visit friends, I started thinking about the rather poor gas mileage price of gas, miles to go, and how much money I had in my wallet. I knew it would be a lot closer call than I had anticipated. As I prepared to depart Berkeley for Aspen, I stopped at a filling station to top off the tank. Those were the days when you could look in the pipe and see the surface of the liquid, and I could see it shimmering in the sunlight. I set off on my journey with a light heart, but before long that lightness disappeared. I was having this conversation with myself, worrying about how much gas this car used, and about whether I would actually have enough money to get home. And this frightened me. I'd never experienced being alone on the road and having to hitchhike or whatever else might be required. I felt the fear in my stomach and in my chest, and as I drove it became more and more oppressive. Now, I was not raised with religion of any kind, and I had never before thought of praying to whomever or whatever might be listening. But on that morning, I did just that, essentially confessing my sins, the arrogance of my refusal to quit the music business and get a real job, my insistence that I was right and my mother was wrong about my attitude about money, and so on. In the next moment, I clearly heard a strong, powerful voice that spoke with complete authority. It said, Don't worry, Larry. We'll get you home. Immediately, there was no more conversation in my head. I knew that something very profound had happened, and that in some sense, the way I viewed the world had fundamentally shifted, though at the time I had no words to express that shift. I also realized that I was now fully present in the car in that central valley of California, noticing the scenery, hearing the car's noises, and aware of my breathing in a way I had rarely ever experienced. The usual mental chatter, which I sometimes call the internal dialogue, was conspicuous by its absence. I experienced that silence with feelings of relief. Somehow I knew I was okay, and that this situation would work itself out one way or another. As you might expect, the silence didn't last, and I was soon thinking about things. 
At some point, I happened to glance at my gas gauge. I saw that it had not moved from its full reading, and by my calculations, the car by now should have used about a quarter tank. My first reaction was something like, oh great, now the gas gauge isn't working. I'll have to get that fixed. Although, since I know how many miles per gallon I'm getting, I can still figure out when I need gas. Shortly after, the gas gauge began to fall. Now my thinking became, well, it doesn't register the first quarter tank drop, so I can compensate for whatever it reads. No problem. A while later, as I was approaching the foothills of the Sierra Nevada, I decided to stop and top off the tank again. The gauge now read three quarters full. I pumped the gas, and as I stood there, I was still feeling some of the relief I had felt when the mental chatter had stopped. The pump clicked off, and as I hung up the hose, I looked at the reading. The car had taken a quarter of tank of gas, not the half tank I was expecting. I looked in the gas pipe, and there was the surface of the liquid shimmering as before. I stood there in a strange mixture of disbelief and complete trust. On the one hand, I had no way to explain what had just happened, and on the other, I was still in the knowledge that everything was fine. In terms of what I see now, the world had stopped for me. By that I mean that the normal flow of events, and most importantly the interpretation of those events, stopped for me because my rational mind had no answer, no explanation. I had the clear thought that I had just experienced something outside the boundaries I had always assumed were dictated by reality, by the laws of physics, and so on. Looking back at that day over the last 40 plus years, I have no other choice but to see that event as having heard the quiet voice of all that is, of spirit, the part of who we really are that's responsible for creation. The story I just related to you, the memory, is a true story. The experience of fear and then of awe and wonder deviated the course of my life forever. And in the intervening 40-plus years, I have asked for, and received, an explanation. It's a description of the world, and of human being, that's expansive enough to account for what we ordinarily observe, and for what happened to me that day. I call that description the Seer's Explanation, and this series of podcast episodes flows from my intention to learn to articulate how I now experience reality. It's my wish that you find some benefit from all this, and I wish you well in the fullest possible meaning of that phrase. Thank you for listening. Should you wish to explore these ideas further, Larry would like to hear from you and welcomes your thoughts. You can contact Larry through his website at www.theseersexplanation.com T-H-E-S-E-E-R-S explanation.com 